I'm Wendy Liebman, CEO and Chief Shopper at WSL Strategic Retail, and this is Future Shop. Today I'm here with Justin Honeman, Head of Worldwide Retail and Consumer Goods, Go to Market, <laughs> everything else at Amazon. For those of you who listen to this podcast, you have heard Justin before, who has joined me and talked about all things cloud, CPG, Amazon, direct to consumer, technology, and everything else. Um, Justin and I have decided that as a new feature for Future Shop, whenever we are so inclined, which is probably once a month or so, absolutely, uh, the two of us who talk a lot are going to do a snapshot of maybe five or ten minutes about what's the latest um, innovation uh, or evolution of innovations in the tech space that are uh, that are impacting what we're all doing in CPG retail, all the businesses we're in. So. You know, topics like AI, up or down, metaverse, here or gone, you know, all of these things. So just so you know, that's what we're going to be doing, just to keep you on the front edge of all of those things. So, Justin, nice to see you. Again. <laughs> nice to see you, too. We were just together like yesterday. For those that uh, may not be aware, we we just did um, an event called the Emerson Industry Day, and it was incredible. And um, I think great timing for this discussion today. Yeah, it was a great day yesterday. Again, as Justin said, this is an amazing event that the Emerson Group have been doing now for, I think, 16 years or something. But the last three or four in COVID days, open to the industry, wonderful range of speakers, aside from Justin, um, <laughs> and in the programming <laughs> that I have a finger in. Um, yeah, we had, you know, Walmart, Kroger, CVS, Walgreens, huge group of, you know, retailers and brands talking about everything from the issues that move us at retail. And uh, so it was a great day. But yes, lovely to see you in person and lovely to see you again virtually. Yeah. So tell me in a snapshot or two, what should we be thinking about here? AI, yeah. this revolution, <laughs> chat, whatever yeah. the heck is that all about? Any any of those things that we should keep our eye on and track for the next, uh, our, our short and long life together? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, since we last talked, and I think when we last did our session together, we were in the thick of what is generative AI? Like that was just exploding and continues to explode. I will say that. Um, I'll also say though, that the last maybe month or two, as I shared yesterday, um, we've seen a re-emergence of other, of other priorities for retailers and other priorities for consumer goods brands, in addition to exploring and doing proofs of concept and piloting around generative AI. Um, a, a, a new focus on data, for legacy brands and also an interesting focus on some of the new um, upstart brands out there that are making their way, especially in the consumer goods space and how they can take advantage quickly of some of the new tech that um, is arriving to the market. So um, a lot of interesting movement, both in retail and consumer goods. Um, I'd also say that stores are opening and booming again. And at the same time, we see uh, e-commerce, growing at a a slower rate than I'll say it was a couple of years ago, but still accelerating. Um, so those are just a couple of the things that are top of mind. Yeah. Well, you, you, so you sparked my, you know, curiosity when you said some of the things with legacy brands. Um, by that, are you thinking about the implications for generative AI or are you thinking about other issues that legacy brands need to be thinking about now? 
Yeah, so, um, so I, I was first, first the implications of how a new entrant can leverage some of the generative AI capabilities that are the low hanging fruit right now. So for example, as we talked about again yesterday, using the large language models or generative AI to do things like e-commerce listings and AdWords and descriptions and taking images and doing interesting things with them and putting products in different locations. And in the past, you'd pay an agency hours of work and days of work for that. And now um, that's readily available, right? And it will become even more available. So uh, for those flexible digital natives that don't have some of the I'd say the the silos, the you know the, the slow to move, slow to act, um, slow to decide uh, challenges in their business model. They can take advantage of some of the new tech quickly, um, and at the same time, there's new and emerging e-commerce capabilities and platforms that will enable better personalization and whatnot. Yeah, what are some of those? As you as you mentioned those. Yeah, so um, this year we've seen a big focus on moving to more of a composable commerce um, architecture, not to get too technical um, on the audience, but basically the idea being that if I move to um, a place where my e-commerce kind of mechanism or my, my operation can plug and play different capabilities, um, that's what you would call composable. So I can plug in a new loyalty program. I could plug in uh, a new personalization capability. I could plug in a contact center or, um, capability. And that could be best of breed from a technology perspective versus having to go with a total platform. And so um, there's just so much more flexibility in the e-commerce um, tech space that hasn't existed in the past. And we were talking about that in January at NRF um, that got put on a bit of the back burner during um, all of the excitement around generative AI. And now it's just, it's making its way back up the list of priorities and things to consider. Yeah. And I think the sort of first and last thought or the first thought for the rest of our lives in these short discussions is that it really does feel like companies need to begin to play, to experiment, yeah. to individuals i mean for myself for yourself i know we were talking to our team this morning and and we were we were laughing because one of them we were doing it we had done one of our podcasts and whoever shared their image for our social media didn't only had to the neck so <laughs> nice. you generative ai and photoshop to fill in right. the shoulders and fill all in the that. rest yes yeah exactly it's funny um, um yeah, the the phrase I used yesterday, or I asked the, the the group was, you know, what are you doing today to ensure you're not obsolete tomorrow? And um, and one of my colleagues, Michael Connor, who you've met, who uh, does a lot of the work in Gen AI with with our team, um, he said, you know, I think companies are are beyond FOMO; they're in FOBO. Like, fear, some of them are have fear of becoming obsolete. And um, gosh, we could go through a number of retail and consumer goods examples of where companies have become obsolete. And so the thing with Gen AI is just generative AI is just that there's capabilities that we're just learning about. And so, yes, step your, stick your toe in, experiment, just have somebody looking at this, have someone following, engaging and understanding what the potential value is. And remember, it is not an IT project. It is not an IT project. It is the business that should care. <laughs> yeah. And I will say my last bombo for this discussion, thank you, is to say, understand, you know, we, we have people in our company who all have different disciplines on the research side, on the design side, you know. So we've said to everybody, you know, writing, go experiment, tell us what totally. you learned. Because small companies, big companies, let's discover and see what the applications might actually look like. And then we can build a, you know, a huge investment strategy totally. around it. Or something. But let's play on this because 
none of us know enough, um, whether we're tech people or not. And this is the way to experiment, right? Exactly. Test and learn. Um, it, and it's difficult. Change is not easy, especially those that kind of like we love our comfort zone. Um, but yeah, this is something that's easy to try out, easy to try, test out and say, ah, it works or doesn't, or I like 80% of it and I can make I can make it the 20% better. And that's what's really cool about it, I think. And that's what's exciting. And that's what's drawing in the business people and not just technology people. Yeah, well, that's great. So that's our first starting point. Short and sharp conversations about what's going on and uh, more to come, everybody, in the, in the coming weeks as Justin and I create havoc around technology. I love it. I can't wait. I know. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, Justin. See Thanks, you in the Wendy. future. All right. Thank you.